Welcome to Social Workers Break Room. This is Imelda. And I'm Jennifer. And this week, we get real and talk about adulting. And why it's harder to be a social worker than ever. It's the Advil for me. It's paying taxes for me. It's the never-ending meetings for me. It's the weight gain for me. It's the cleaning and cooking and cleaning and cooking and cleaning. Me, 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 me. We are so happy that you're here with us today. I want to start off by giving a a brief note to all of our followers and um, supporters. I know that for the first five episodes or so, we have received such a great response from from the public, from the public, like we are on live TV or something like that. Right. But... (laughs) We have received such a good response from all of you, um, our colleagues, our followers on Instagram and Facebook. So we're so, so thankful for your support. Uh, we didn't know how we know how well the, the podcast was going to be received, but we uh, we're so happy that you're enjoying uh, where you are you hearing and you're not sick of us by now or if you are don't tell if us if you are don't tell us i promise it will get better we better. we're just starting so <laughs> be patient just kidding but thank everyone for supporting subscribing and sharing as you have noticed we launched our little shop a little store uh, we have a few items in there that you can look at and you know some of the designs were made by us so we're just excited to to share this with you and something cool about the shop is that we are donating 50 percent of all proceeds of the items to local causes so Woo. yeah we want to make sure that we are putting our wallet where our mouth is or is that what you say how you say yeah where where your heart is i can't speak for while imelda puts her wallet but i know our hearts are in the right place so you know what i mean and we want to be reflective of the folks that listen to us um so we're gonna invite you guys to tag people and organizations that you'd like us to support um because we're really excited for our tiny store if you have something burning in your brain where you're like, I always wish this was on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, send it our way. We would love to hear from you. Exactly. We are in the process of compiling a list of organizations. Um, not only here, you know, we're based out of Arizona, but it could be nationwide or if there's a nonprofit or a cause in your hometown that you feel like they're doing an, an amazing job supporting the community in different ways, let us know. Um, you know where to find us. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and social workers break room and then you can also find us on our email info at socialworkersbreakroom.com and we just wanted to you know drop a note before starting with this week's episode just say thank you thank you for all the support for all the love we're hoping that you stay with us for the long run and also thank you for being patient with us. I know we have received a few messages of people who want to collaborate with us. We are taking in all your feedback and all your ideas. Just be patient with us if we don't respond right away or, you know, we don't make it happen right away. And speaking of memes and ideas, I feel like the past two or three weeks we have yeah. shared different memes that have been very popular um, especially around the topic of adulting and you know doing those tasks that we might not always love but are key for our survival in some ways so we decided to talk about that a little bit more you know what adulting means and what sometimes um 
the things that we have to do in an everyday life to make sure that um, our families and ourselves keep functioning. Yeah. And there's a couple of them that you guys really interacted with, you know, like having a favorite spatula. Someone actually sent us a picture of their favorite spatula <laughs> on Facebook, um, yeah. which I love. And I think I need to frame it in my house. <laughs> um, running out of gas or promising yourself that you're going to go get gas in the morning. It always happens. I am so bad at this. I do it all the time. And then in the morning I'm brushing and I'm like, okay, well, I hope these last 15 miles last for the whole day because right. I don't, you know, end up stranded somewhere. Or like you budget enough time for coffee, but then you get in your car and you realize you have to get gas and like now your whole morning is ruined because you're mm, under caffeinated. Yeah. And then the Advil meme too, where you got purse Advil, car Advil, <laughs> nightstand Advil, bathroom Advil, yep. pocket Advil. I have, just thinking about, I think I have one in my purse for sure, um, one in my house, one in the car, and probably one in the office too. So I keep Advil around all the time. As someone who suffers from migraines from time to time, um, I know that I have to, whenever I feel as like headache starting, I have to take something or it's yeah. going to ruin the whole day. So yep, Advil is it's my best friend, unfortunately. Yeah. Should have an honorary MSW yeah. at this point. It's been, it's been through enough classes, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so we decided to dive into this a little more since it's something that we've all experienced at some point. And, you know, we know that social work attracts, you know, all ages of people from all sorts of backgrounds. Um, you know, and we kind of notice with the world adulting that it's sometimes used to call out or highlight or normalize like incompetence or like infantizing yourself or imposter syndrome. And we're not here for any of that. Right. So there's a lot of things in social work where we look at theory versus practical stuff, um, which we actually unpack a lot in our social work student episode. But this is, you know, one of those areas where we're not using adult as an excuse, but just to refer to the day-to-day -day tasks of being an adult human on top of being a social worker. Yeah. And one thing I found uh, really interesting, so the CSWE did this survey in 2017. The average graduate of a BSW program is 23 and an MSW program is 28. And then the Census Bureau says that the average age of a working social worker is 42. Uh, which means congratulations, the average social worker and certainly the average new to the field social worker are all millennials. <laughs> millennials in the house. So not to get into like stages of development or parenting theories and, you know, no, as fellow millennials, this is not a dig at them. But, you know, to just kind of visualize the different culture that we were raised in and an acknowledgement that being an adult today means something different than it ever has meant before. And it is a different experience. Totally a different experience. I was sharing with Jennifer earlier today that I saw a TikTok because that's my guilty pleasure. I do have a TikTok account. I don't post anything, but I do spend large amount of time. Elder millennials are lurking. <laughs> Look, looking at TikTok videos. And I saw one that... You know, like there's this 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 preconception is this idea that like, oh, if you save uh, five dollars a day, uh, you know, not going to Starbucks or not having that expensive latte, you can afford a house. You know, it's it's all a matter of you balancing your budget. And I'm like, wait a minute. So hypothetically speaking, even if I were to buy a five dollar latte at Starbucks every single day of the year, that will add up to only like a little bit over $1,800 a year, which for a mortgage of a $350,000 house, like, um, yeah, I don't think even if I 
skip Starbucks for the entire year, I will probably won't be able to afford a house. So, and now if we add the avocado toast that we another love, another five dollars. Another five dollars. So that adds up to like thirty six hundred or so. In and Imelda is just ignoring all these thirty six hundred dollar houses on the market in our area. I need to get my stuff um, together. Yeah, she's she's lurking on the millionaires' houses in Zillow instead of staying in <laughs> her budget and giving up her toast, my toast and my latte. So, but we just wanted to bring this up because you know I I feel like there's a um, especially in the financial freedom new movement uh, that we see on social media that you know this is one of the tips that you know financial advisors give like. Like, oh, make your own coffee at home and, you know. Then uh, you'll be rich. You'll be rich. and Generational like, wealth. Yeah. You, <laughs> you can build generational wealth. I'm like, huh. Like, I, so, you know, instead of, like, making myself feel guilty for not enjoying my nice latte before I go to work, now I'm going to feel guilty because I could have been putting this $5 into my $3,600 home. So, these are some unrealistic expectations I feel like that we have as working millennials, you know, like there's this shaming around, you know, not buying this or not doing that. Of course, like we all have to save and we all have to, you know, live within our means, but things are not the way it used to be 30 years ago, you know, where, uh, when our parents were buying a home, when our parents were going through school or grad school, things look very, very different now. Yeah. And I think, you know, to kind of highlight that it's particularly different for social workers, right? So, you know, you just mentioned education. So it's more expensive to become a social worker now than it has in any time in history. So on average, most people, you know, whether you got your BSW or another bachelor's, and then if you go and get your MSW, probably have about $50,000 in student loans as the average versus the average salary is about $60,000 a year. And that's from the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics. So a grain of salt of that, how the U.S. tracks that because we don't have title protection, which we should, should Um, you know, that includes everyone from a CPS worker with no education who marks, you know, uh, that they either employ social workers if they're like a reporting agency or to the census, you know, all the way up to people who are CEOs of nonprofits. But, you know, working and managing folks in multiple states, it seems like, you know, a relatively fair assessment of like, that's a good chunk of loans. That's a good chunk of um salary there but yeah. so it's you know the bottom line is it's 40 percent more expensive to get all the way through your master's than it was in 1980 exactly. which is when you know a lot of our bosses you know a lot of our parents went to school so it's kind of hard to adult when you're carrying more loans than anyone in history exactly and then it's not only the loans is uh the loans have increased significantly but the salaries have not changed that much. So I think, you know, everything ties back to title protection, which is another episode that we're going to launch pretty soon, where we talk about um, some of the efforts that we have done here in Arizona around title protection. I know this is a big topic um, around the nation on title protection for social workers, because exactly because of this, because we still see our professional social workers like being able to handle all these different responsibilities and we don't see how student loans have increased significantly and the cost of becoming a professional social worker not only with 
you know, tuition, but also licensing fees and everything compared to the salaries, the amount of money that uh, social workers are making. Yeah. And the workload as well, right? Like agencies are demanding more and more, but the salaries are barely being adjusted for cost of living. Another thing, speaking of trying to get to those higher salaries, um, is it's also harder to get clinical licensure than it ever has been in history. So the definition of clinical licensure has really been transformed over the last 10 years. And we're speaking, you know, really more specifically to those states that have the LCSW, the LCSWR, um, or whatever your state equivalent is. So your, you know, top tier terminal clinical licensure. In a lot of ways, it's to stay competitive, right? So social workers as psychotherapists is not something that other countries do like the United Kingdom. And right now we have Medicare on our side, but that's something that the CSWE or the Council on Social Work Education and the NASW have to fight every year to make sure that that statement maintains truthful and states have to do that on a local level as well. So social workers have access to more people than I believe any other profession. And it's because that we're best equipped to handle that responsibility, which doesn't mean that we can't and absolutely you know, don't need to be better and untangle our intersection with white supremacy. More on that later um, in another episode. But we intersect with every age, race, demographic and presenting problem in existence. So from CPS to hospice to schools to political office to hospitals to research to being a trauma therapist, we can work in it all because we're really the Swiss Army knife of public servants. So that's a privilege and a responsibility that needs to be protected, especially to keep us competitive with psychologists and counselors and marriage and family therapists. But the standards keep rising. You know, the number of years, hours, supervision, specific requirements, CEUs, licensure, tests, costs goes up every year. So it's okay to be frustrated, disappointed, and discouraged that it's going to take you extra years, thousands of hours, and a whole new set of rules for you to get your terminal licensure than it took your boss or someone else who's been in the profession for decades. You know, a lot of them, you got out of school, you worked for two years, you sat for the exam, and you were good to go, and you've held your LCSW forever. It looks very different today in almost every state in the country. So All of this to say is that it's a lot harder today. It's a lot more expensive today, you know, to be a social worker and a working adult. So it's okay to be proud, you know, and give yourself a gold star that you got all your notes done, you ate a vegetable, you showered. (laughs) Yeah. And and also I think uh, um, bottom line when we want to share in this episode too, is like, it's okay to get frustrated by all these things. You know, it's okay if you want to splurge and have a nice coffee a few times a week. And it's okay if you have had to, you know, have your Advil in two different places. Uh, if that's something that helps you cope on an everyday basis with everything else that is thrown at you as a social worker, then that's okay. It's, it's okay to want to have your, your use your favorite spatula at home, you know, and get frustrated when you don't have it or when it's dirty. So, you know, as, as much as we like these memes and we, you know, we look at them as sarcasm, this is actually the reality for a lot of us. So, right. And it's okay to, you know, have all those things and identify and empathize with that, right? Like, haha, that's funny. I do that. Some of us have to need to, or end up doing that because again, it's more expensive and more difficult than it has been in history. So for us to manage everything that generations before us managed on top of this, um, it's okay to feel overwhelmed because no one's been through this before and certainly not in a pandemic. 
But if you're going to sustain in this work and pay all your bills, like those student loans, um, mm-hmm. you're going to need to do all the other adult stuff, like go to the doctor, manage your credit. Yeah. But with that and all the adult things and all the frustrations that we go through, we love you. We love you. And we invite you to subscribe, share, review, tag us, love us, Please love us. validate us, validate give us, us all the attention, tell us we're important. Subscribe. Bye from the And we um, want you to, you know, again, do all the well-rounded adult things, floss, recycle, get your oil changes when you need them and subscribe to our podcast. We wanted to... Just do a fun chicken with all of you. I know that, you know, we we had um, some other plans for this episode, but noticing the popularity that some of the memes about adulting got, we're just like, no, well, let's just check in with everyone. And because and, we're all on the same page, you know, we're all going through this at the same time. And, you know, adulting is hard sometimes, but some of the things that we have to do is just, you know, there's no other way around it. So don't feel guilty for wanting to have some control over things at your house or you know your schedule because there's so many things out of our control it's different and you know again acknowledging those two things right that school is very expensive and a lot of us you know the CSWE says we have to have it and most states agency licensure says we have to have it Mm -hmm. and it's okay to be frustrated and want change in those areas and again same with clinical licensure like we want to have really good high standards for the profession but it starts to squeak out all the other stuff in our life so you know it's a acknowledge label that pressure know where it's coming from if you have the bandwidth to fight for change for it go for it. If you can, it's okay to pat yourself on the back for all the little things that you do every day that allow you to sustain and continue to be a social worker. Yeah. And that you're taking care of yourself first so you can work on taking care of other people. Exactly. So with that, again, we love you. Tell a friend about us. Tell your mom about us. (laughs) Sure, she'd be impressed. Tell everyone about us. Don't forget to go to our shop and look at all the products that we have in there. And like we mentioned, 50% of the proceeds will go to a local nonprofit, a local cause. So if you have a favorite nonprofit or cause in your neighborhood or in your community that you would like us to highlight or donate to them, please let us know. You can message us on Facebook, Instagram, Email us at info at socialworkersbreakroom.com. And is the having to get out of bed in the morning every day for me? <laughs> it's the having to shower and wash your hair because you can only use dry shampoo so many days in a row for me. True life. That's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought of that one, but Hashtag yes. relatable. <laughs> it's having to get your own insurance for me. It's having to make your own doctor's appointments for me. Is having to actually answer the phone for me. <laughs> can we just all text Please.